0: Hello and welcome to this week's ISIS podcast. My name is Ben Samuel. I'm the deputy editor of the GAS publication. I'm here with Tom Marzik-Manser, my editor. Tom, this week we had some fairly significant auctions for cross-border capacity across Europe. Do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, that process?
1: Yeah, well, basically we saw Prisma, which is the main cross-border capacity auction platform, along with its peers, uh, RBP and GSA, auctioning annual cross-border capacity. So this is GAS capacity in between countries starting in October through to the following September. Not only is it uh, capacity for this coming gas year, starting October, but for uh, at least the next 15 years forward and that's because of the capacity allocation mechanism network code which compels transmission system operators to do this
0: okay i see and uh, so how many auctions are we actually talking about here in terms of uh, the number of border points
1: oh we're talking about hundreds to be honest i mean uh, at least 150 crossing all borders uh talking britain to uh, belgium and and the netherlands in ireland Uh, Over in uh, eastern and central Eastern European parts of Europe as well, it's a plethora of auctions, and as I said, not only auctions for one gas year, but gas at least fifteen gas years out. Some cases we've seen even further forward into out to sort of twenty twenty thirty almost.
0: Okay, I see. And uh, so, what was the result of that? Presumably, you know, any oversubscribed points go through to a a second round, and then so on and so forth until uh, all the capacity is sold.
1: That's exactly right. We saw after just the first main round, there were really only around six border points that were with more people interested in buying the capacity than was available and probably of those uh, the two most interesting ones are the the border points between austria and germany and also between southern france the trs zone and spain valbach on the austrian german border was the most oversubscribed that went to eight rounds there were three large steps and three small steps but it went through eight bidding windows and so there that certainly had the most interest
0: I see. I mean, that's uh, traditionally quite a congested uh, market area as well, isn't it? Um, You know, I understand that, uh, you know, over-subscription at some of these points could trigger some uh, investment decisions to expand capacity, but from what I gather, it's not sort of compulsory that uh, system operators would have to do that.
1: That's right. I mean, the whole point of of this process is selling capacity that already exists, but also this process known as selling incremental capacity. It's meant to, if the TSOs sell theoretical capacity between their borders for, let's say, not, not next year, clearly, but for five, 10 years down the line, they get an idea of actually whether people really want extra capacity and it gives them time to build the extra infrastructure or whether it be pipelines or new compressors to accommodate that uh, extra demand somewhere out there in the future
0: okay i see and uh, looking forward um, i understand that there's there's some more upcoming auctions is is that right next month
1: yeah so there's a second round we go through this whole process all over again fourth of april is the date um, as i said Majority on Prisma, but also on the, the Polish and Hungarian platforms as well. But in the future, that might not be the case, actually. We won't necessarily be holding these auctions that early in the year. There is a um, an element that from shippers that they want, certainly for the front gas year, for the auction to happen closer to real time. And, and we are going to see that happen once the network code on tariffs comes into play. Uh, which is in comatology at the moment at the european union because of that network code these uh, auctions will be pu- pushed back to uh, the first monday of july but clearly not this year so we'll see hopefully maybe for next year
0: okay and what's the benefit of moving that date what a ship is looking for by uh, changing when this all takes place
1: from a trader's perspective i mean once you've locked in a capacity between two market areas obviously then it gives you the, the opportunity to start trading gas between those two points selling and buying the one and selling the other and, and making some money once you've uh, factored in the cost of the capacity so by having it closer to real time the fundamentals of those two regions will be more known and therefore it's easier to hedge there's more information to hedge against if you're buying capacity for, for October, but you're doing the, the auctions happening in July rather than March, you've just got better knowledge, basically, more
0: clarity. Okay, I see. And uh, j- just one last uh, sort of thing to, to ask about, you know, obviously quite a lot of this capacity has been sold now going up for 15 years or so. Have we have we seen any kind of immediate impact on the market or, you know, any kind of spread trading between countries, things like that? Well,
1: not Overtly, I mean, I think it's better to assume that some people will be starting to optimize their portfolios around these positions. The Valbach uh, auction, of which I mentioned earlier, is actually for gas year 2017, commencing so October 2017. So, probably closer to real time, that we might see some movement on contracts around that gas year period with people optimising that position. But right now, I think the vast amount of uh, information that has come out of these auctions probably takes a little time for it to filter through.
0: Okay, I see. Fantastic. Well, thanks very much for uh, all of that information there, Tom. Um, If you'd like to find out more about uh, these cross-capacity auctions uh, or indeed any other uh, energy news, please uh, go to isis.com. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.